T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Home and home. So Joe Burrow said this morning at the Combine that he's happy to play for the Bengals. Kind of. He said he'll play for whoever drafts him. He's not going to not play is exactly how he phrased it. But should he have concerns about playing for the Cincinnati Bengals? Solomon Wilcox did exactly that for a number of years. He also played for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he does all kinds of things, including one of the top guys over at Pro Football Focus. Anytime we can get Solly on the show, we're going to do it. Solly, it's Ross Tucker, and Jason Mertides is filling in for Dave Briggs this morning. Really appreciate the time. Good to see you and talk with you as always. Let's start there, Solly. There's been a lot of talk about Joe Burrow perhaps not wanting to play for the Bengals after he had chatted with Carson Palmer. And I know you made some news and some headlines with your comments about it. For people that didn't hear what you had said earlier about it, what was your reaction to Carson Palmer's comments and even the speculation that Joe Burrow might not want to play for the Bengals? Well, first of all, Ross, and thank you for having me on today. I want to be very clear. I believe that uh, Joe Burrow will be very successful while playing for the Cincinnati Bengals. He's an excellent player. Uh, Andy Dalton has been successful. He's taken the team to the playoffs uh, five times, five consecutive years. And over the last decade, the Bengals went to the postseason five of, of, of ten seasons. And so I, I just want to be clear because I, I care about Carson Palmer. He's a good friend. I covered him during his time here in Cincinnati. And when Carson Palmer was saying certain things, you know, I was asked the question, should um, Joe Burrow be concerned if taken first overall by the Cincinnati Bengals? And I think I answered by saying absolutely. But more importantly, I think any player who's taken with the first overall pick, he knows he's going to be going to a team that was not successful the year before. And I think any quarterback or any player in that position should be concerned. Are they going to go to a team that is on the upswing, on the uptick? And are they going to be able to provide the support, build the team around them that's going to allow him to be successful and win? I think my answer to that question specifically to the Bengals is, yes, they have an A.J. Green. They have a Joe Mixon. Um, they have a, uh, some good players that I think that can allow them to be successful with Joe Burrow. Um, so I'm not greatly concerned, but I think I would be concerned if I was a player being taken with the first overall pick. 
I think you should be concerned enough to want to have some control over building the team around you that would allow you to have a good career. Solomon, when you look at it, you know, if it was the Cleveland Browns with the first round pick and we know their history and long, long list of quarterbacks and dysfunction in that organization, I get that. Um, but Cincinnati's not at that level, albeit, you know, you mentioned that Andy Dalton got to the playoffs five years in a row. That's far different than the Cleveland Browns. But when did this <laughs> this this ability to be able to have options as a draft pick or a number one pick become more prevalent? Because, look, if you're a great player, you're likely in drafted number one. Like you said, you're going to go to a team that wasn't good. So now these quarterbacks all of a sudden have options and can try and with agents and push their way to where they want to go because they want the best opportunity. But that's not really the spirit of the NFL draft. No. And, and here's the thing. I, I think we did hear Joe Burrow said, hey, he has options. He didn't, he didn't express what those options were because those options, the only option is, is not to play. And, and I don't think he wants to exercise that option. I think a lot of the smoke here is coming from external forces. Carson Palmer is one of those external forces. And he spoke his opinion on the matter. His brother Jordan is a trainer helping to prepare Joe Burrow for the combine process and, and going to training camp. It's just all the things that you're going to need to do to be uh, successful um, early in your career coming into the NFL with working on your technique and throwing motions. But Joe Burrow, I think, has been 100% positive. I think at the end of the day, if we were to back up a little bit, you're not going to hear teams – uh, say, I'm, we're drafting this player with the pick. Um, let's go back to 1998 when a player like Peyton Manning was coming out of the draft. The Colts knew who they were going to take, but they allowed for suspense with the Ryan Leaf, Peyton Manning, who you're going to take. The Colts never came out and said, we're taking Peyton Manning. It doesn't mean they wanted him any less. And you didn't hear Peyton Manning say, I want to play for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think the player needs to, to reserve being that strong with the statement because you never know what's going to happen. What if the Bengals were to take a slew of picks and trade out of that position? And now he's on record after being taken by, say, Miami. He's on record um, being said, hey, I want to play for the Bengals. And now he's got to hear it from all the people in South Florida. Um, what if he steps off a curb and, and tears an ACL? And the Bengals should reserve the right to be able to do something else. So you don't want to put yourself in a position by making a statement of what you're going to do with that first overall pick, if you're the team or if you're the player. Talking with Solomon Wilcox from Pro Football Focus, among other outlets. Solly, you know, you mentioned Carson Palmer, a guy you covered and supported. What, what was it? that he's so upset about. You know, I remember when they were a high seed. I remember when they won the division. They had Hushmanzada and Chad Johnson around him. Even after they moved on from him, they went to the playoffs five straight years with Andy Dalton. What is it that Carson Palmer dislikes so much about the Bengals franchise or the city of Cincinnati in your mind? Well, you know, Ross, I think that that question would really be better put to Carson. I do know that he, um, you know, I remember him once asking me, Solomon, 
do you live here in the off season? I'm like, yeah. He was like, man, how could you do it? You're from California. And I remember him um, sort of voicing um, some frustration. Now, at the time, I didn't know. And then later found out that, you know, fans here in Cincinnati, there was, and it's not all, this doesn't speak ill of all fans, but they, you know, went to his home, dumped garbage. He had garbage dumped on his front lawn. And he was very unhappy. He had his wife and his, his daughters there, and they were made to feel unsafe. And while that doesn't speak um, for all fans here in Cincinnati, because I think there's great people here in Cincinnati. I live here. I love it. Lived here for over 30 years. Um, you know, that's, that's where fandom can cross over the line. It can become a little bit creepy. Um, and so, you know, I, I think the fans could have treated Carson Palmer better. Um, there were some fans who did treat him good, but I think when you have issues like that and um, your family's made to feel unsafe, you know, that that can rattle anyone. Um, you know, Andy Dalton, he was at a um, celebrity softball game giving of his own time and um, helping to raise money for community and charitable functions. It was loudly booed. You know, I think that crosses the line into becoming creepy. And so I think I had said something in the past that, hey, I would love to see the fans treat Joe Burrow better than they did Carson Palmer and Andy Dalton. I, I think they will. He's, he's from the Buckeye State. He's from Ohio. I think fans will come from every corner of the state to see Joe Burrow play. Uh, but we, we're going to have to support him if we want this all to work out well for the Bengals. He's going to need our support. He's going to need support in a lot of ways in order for this to be successful. Solomon, the most important people that need to support him, there's idiot fans everywhere. We know that. I live in yeah, Philadelphia. Right. Uh, but that being said, the support needs to come from the front office. It needs to come from the coaching staff. And he needs to have weapons to have success because people will come to see him initially because he's Joe Burrow. He'll stay if he's having success. Is the Cincinnati Bengal organization prepared? Do they have the right pieces to support him? with the right coaching staff, with the right general manager to get the right players and put them in a position to succeed at the NFL level? You know, I think that's a good question. And I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm bullish on the Cincinnati Bengals. And here's why. Because uh, I remember when after Carson left, um, they needed to make some moves to be able to right the ship. And I thought without a wrinkle, they transitioned perfectly in a strike. I was basically, it was a lockout that offseason coming into 2011. And you know what they did in the first round? They drafted a player by the name of A.J. Green. Second round, they went and they drafted the quarterback, Andy Dalton. I think the very next year and the subsequent years to follow, they drafted um, players like Mohamed Sanu and Marvin Jones and Tyler Eifert. They were able to get Carlos Dunlap. And Geno Atkins, I'm telling you, they were just racking them up. And that's from that season on, uh, Andy Dalton's rookie season, um, in, a, in a short year where he didn't get the playbook until he actually showed up to training camp, because that's when the lockout ended. And he immediately took that team to the playoffs. And then they went to the playoffs five straight years. In fact, right around 2014, 2015, we were saying that the Bengals had one of the best rosters in the National Football League. They were one of the most talented teams with the same front office that they have now. 
And people talk about how many scouts they have or whatever. They built that roster and went to the postseason five straight years with the same people in the front office. So, I, And they still have some of those players. So I believe they can continue to do that. And I think Joe Burrow gives them an opportunity to kind of hit the ground running and get back into the postseason. We, we've got some teams who haven't been in the playoffs. You mentioned the Cleveland Browns, 17 straight years. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 12 straight years. The Jets, nine consecutive seasons. And so, to me, those are situations that reek of dysfunctionality. So when the narrative turns to the Bengals, I have to sort of cite some of those things to help people to understand that the Bengals are far from it. Sally, totally agree with you on that. They've done an unbelievable job drafting um, over the last decade or so. There's no question. I do have one last thing on the Burrow thing before we have something fun for you. And that is, let's just say, based on his quotes again today, that maybe Joe Burrow isn't 100% sure that he wants to play for the Bengals. And maybe his representation is making that clear to the Bengals. I've been on record. I've said, Sally, the one guy I would not try that with is Mike Brown. <laughs> I, I feel like if, if any owner in the NFL, if you ranked all 32 owners, the number one ranked guy that would just make you sit out the whole year and not get your money and then trade you maybe even on the eve of the draft the next year, I feel like it is Mike Brown. Can you speak to that about him maybe not being the right guy to mess with and try to pull uh, an Eli Manning on? Yeah, I, you know, I, there's no doubt Mike is a guy that is dug into his principles. And hey, I'm, I'm very fond of Mike Brown. He's a guy that drafted me. Uh, he was a general manager, and his dad was alive, and Paul Brown was still running the team. But they drafted me as an eighth-round pick and gave me an opportunity to become a starter very quickly the very next year. We were playing in the Super Bowl. This is the guy who was a general manager of a team that took a franchise to a Super Bowl twice um, during the 80s. Now, it's been a while since they won a playoff game, and they're still working to do that. But, yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go testing <laughs> – uh, Mike Brown's resolve regarding this matter. And and I don't think Joe Burrow has any intention to do that. Sally, last question. By the way, you got to be the youngest looking guy that got drafted after the seventh round. You're, you, you're <laughs> the youngest looking guy that got drafted after the seventh round these days. Um, but let's get to eighth round. That boy. Wow. Yeah. So um, we've been asking since it's Fat Tuesday, we're talking food. And I think this one's pretty obvious, but what is the food that Cincinnati is most known for? And are you all in on it? I think I know what you're going to say. I don't know whether or not you're all in on it, though. Well, you know, Cincinnati is, is famous for their chili. They have Skyline Chili and they have Gold Star Chili. These are the two competing um, uh, chili makers. And they have both done very well. A lot of people agree with their chili because they made a lot of money and they've been around for so long. I am not, a, I'm, I'm from California originally. I'm a fan of the West Coast chili style. It's, you know, it's much more chunky. It's more thick. The Skyline or Cincinnati chili, it's, it's different. I've had it. I don't dislike it. It's just, it's not my favorite. Now, my kids who were born and raised here they all absolutely love it. So I think if you're if you're born in Cincinnati, if you are indigenous to the area, 
then it's a 100% 10, okay? And, and everyone will tell you that. I think if you are transplant, particularly from the West Coast, you prefer more thicky, chunky chili. And so that's kind of where I fall on it. <laughs> uh, Sally, I'm with you. I, the thicker, the better for me, number one. Yeah. And number two, <laughs> if you can pour it on top of pasta, it's not chili. <laughs> it's spaghetti sauce. I mean, crazy. Let's just say, let's just say it's a very versatile chili. I don't know I if don't Cincinnati's right for you, Solomon. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been, hey, I've been here for over thirty years. They're stuck with me. <laughs> Sally, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Greatly appreciate it. Right. Hey, everybody! It's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember. You can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com slash home. Home and Home. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.